Hello and welcome to the MLM Student Podcast. My name is Chuck Holmes and I'll be your host today. Today we're going to talk about avoiding burnout in your MLM business. Now, it's possible to get burnout really in anything you do. I know a lot of people who are burnt out in their career, they're burnt out from their business. Sometimes we don't maintain the passion for something that we once had. In fact, that's almost inevitable. But it's very common in our industry with serious people. I I truly believe you can't get burnout on something you haven't even started. But I know a lot of people who have worked hard in our industry for 6 months, 12 months, 18 months, maybe 24 months. And they're not getting the results they want. And they're just really, really frustrated. And they basically throw in the towel and say, enough is enough. And this really makes me sad. But I understand it's common in our society. And let's face it, this can be a brutal industry. I love the industry. I'm an advocate. But if it was easy, everyone would do it. So why do people get burnout in our industry? I'll give you a few reasons. But the first reason I would say, honestly, is people really aren't told the truth. People don't have realistic expectations about what they're going to have to do to build a huge business. And I'll just tell you right up front, you are going to get a lot of rejection. You're going to have to talk to thousands of people. You're probably going to have to personally sponsor a couple hundred people. You're going to have a lot of people quit. You're going to have a lot of no-shows. You're going to get ridiculed by your friends and family. That just comes with the ground. And not everybody can take that. And, it, and that's okay. It doesn't mean they're not a good person. This will be the hardest thing that you've ever done. But I truly believe that if you can get it built, it's worth it. What are some other reasons that people get burnout? Definitely attrition. That kills me. It kills everyone I know who is serious about their business building a big team. Attrition is a killer. I mean, you bring in two people and then four people quit. Your volume doubles this month and then it goes down 300% next month. Your biggest leg leaves for another company and takes their entire team with them. For most people in most companies, they're going to lose somewhere between 50 and 80% of their team every single year. And this really can take its toll on you, especially when you've invested a lot of time helping someone and they've either done nothing or they quit or even worse, they become successful and then they leave. That's the worst. This is probably the number one reason for burnout. Number two, finding serious people. I'll be honest with you, about one out of 50 people I sponsor is serious. The other 49, great people, they're just not all in with their business. They're just not 100% committed to their business. They have an important role. They're great people. But it's hard finding quality people who are willing to do the work. A lot of successful people that I meet are already in other industries, and they're already focused on that, and it's hard to lure them into our industry, and that's fine. Maybe they're already passionate about what they're doing. But the average person who comes into our industry does not truly have the hustle, the work ethic, or the desire to build a big business. That's why they have a job. And just to clarify, there's nothing wrong with having a job. Another reason for burnout is if you are someone who can produce, if you are someone who can recruit, the commissions that we earn per person are pretty small. In most companies, you're going to earn anywhere from 3 to 15 or $20 per person on your team, usually with an average somewhere around 4 or $5. So you're not making a lot of money per sale. If your new person comes in with a distributor kit or a welcome kit, maybe you'll make a couple hundred dollars. That's great. But the average transaction in most companies is between 50 and $200, and we earn our commission off that, which is pretty small. So even if you recruit 
20 people, you might only make six or $700 from that. So the small commissions to someone who is a producer is very disheartening, especially if they can sell. And a lot of these people leave our industry and they go and they sell real estate, they sell insurance, they sell big ticket items because they can produce and they realize most people they talk to cannot produce. You know, I'll be honest with you, I've felt this way myself. I've been a producer for a long time and sometimes I want to pull my own hair out and I get frustrated about not finding a lot of serious people who want to do the same thing as I do. How about you? How do you feel? So I I will tell you right up front, I do believe we are a great industry. I do believe that we're a legitimate industry, but dang, it can be tough to succeed. And no one ever tells you that, but that's the truth, folks. Now, once you build a successful team and you have the leverage of 1,000 or 2,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 people, that's a great position to be in. But getting to that point is an upward battle that most people are not willing to persist through. I am, but most people are not. Another thing that frustrates a lot of people, and it frustrates me every single day, is that your success in our industry is not determined by what you do but it's determined in your ability to find other people who can perform as well as you do. So you might be the best recruiter in the world, but if you can't find other people who can go out and retail and recruit, you're not truly going to build a big network. So these are just some of the reasons that people get burnt out. Now I want to talk about what should you do. The first thing you got to realize is that our industry is not for everybody. It might not be for you, and that's perfectly okay. I'm not trying to talk you out of it, but I do want you to understand that if you want to build a big business, it's probably going to take you four, five, six years of consistent work to get there. Not everyone is willing to do that, and that's perfectly fine. We're all wired differently. We all have different goals, different abilities, and ultimately we need to find a business or a job that makes sense for our own unique situation. Only you can decide what is best for you and your family. And this is the most important thing in today's podcast, and I hope you'll write this down. Whether you succeeded or whether you failed in our industry, it has zero impact on whether you will succeed or fail in another industry. Let me just say that again so you truly understand it. Whether you succeed or whether you fail in our industry has absolutely zero impact on whether you can succeed or fail in another industry. Most successful people I know have failed 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, 20 times before they became a success. The next thing I'd do is I'd ask yourself, how passionate are you really about the industry? And just be honest with yourself. Are you passionate about your products? Are you passionate about your company? Do you wake up every day excited about the opportunity opportunity that is in your hands? Do you truly believe in the industry? Do you really enjoy it? If so... I would stick with it. If not, maybe I would look for a different type of business that you could do. If you enjoy this business as much as you enjoy having your fingernails pulled out one by one, you're definitely in the wrong industry. Another thing you have to realize is there is a right way, a wrong way, and a smart way to build your business. In fact, there are millions maybe not millions, but probably thousands of different ways you can build a successful business, even if your upline tells you their system is the only way. It's really important that you pick a strategy that matches your time, talents, abilities, and then focus on that. Let me just give you an example. I spent 10 years building 
in this industry the old school way. I have nothing negative to say about the old school way. The only thing I want you to know, it's not how I wanted to spend my time. I enjoy writing. I enjoy being in my pajamas. I don't want to drive all over town. I don't want to do home parties. I don't want to do business launches out of houses. I understand a lot of people do, and I respect that. But that's not how I want to build my business. I build my business online. It works for me. It's not. It hasn't been easy. It's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. But I have cracked the code. I have figured it out, and it does work. So you need to find a method that works for you. That's another big takeaway from this podcast. What are you naturally good at? What do you do? What do you enjoy doing? And how can you do those things to build your business in a way that works for you? I'm. I'd be willing to argue that if you put a little thought into that, you could probably find something that matches your personality, your talents, and your abilities. Here's another thing you got to realize: your business is not your life. Your business is part of your life. If your business is taking over your thoughts and your time 24-7, you're doing it wrong. I'm a big believer in the family work-life balance. I believe that you can be committed, but you don't have to work your business full-time. And what good is building a business of any kind if you don't get to spend time with your family or if you lose your sanity in the process? So instead of thinking about your business 24-7, why not just set some boundaries? Why not say, you know what? I'm going to work my business 60 to 90 minutes every day, six days a week. When I'm working, I'm going to work. And then when I'm done working, I'm going to do other things. I'm going to stay in shape. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to pursue my hobbies. I truly believe that you can build a successful business working one, maybe two hours a day if you do it consistently. And let me just stress that again. It can't be one hour a day once a month. We're talking one hour, one to two hours a day every single day at least five days a week. Work when you work. When you're done, do other things. This will really help a lot when it comes to burnout. Another thing you can do is you can just stay part-time. My business plan is to work my business an hour a day for five years and to sponsor one person a week for five years. That's pretty much my business plan in a nutshell. A lot of people might think, well, if you're part-time, you're not serious. And to that I say baloney. If you are a part-timer and you truly block off one hour, 90 minutes a day, maybe even up to two hours a day to build your business, over a period of time, you will build a large business. It might be a little bit slower than the people who are all in 24-7, but that's okay. At the pace I've set for myself, I can maintain this for decades. I can maintain this the rest of my life. An hour a day is nothing. I won't get burnout. That's why I set this pace. I did it the other way before where it took over my life and I worked my business 24-7. I don't want to do that again. I know a lot of people do and I respect that, but it just wasn't a good recipe for me. And once again, there's nothing wrong with being part-time. And here's the last thing. At the end of the day, you might decide this industry is not for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're all entitled to make our own decisions about our life. But here's what I want you to realize. Before you quit, ask yourself if you truly gave it your best. Did you really do 100% of what you were capable of doing? Most people on my team, most people in the industry, don't commit even 5 or 10% to their business, truth be told. If they honestly were objective about how they spent their time. So if you have the belief in the industry, if you really want to do this, Here's what I tell you to do. Do at least 100 presentations to prospects 
before you make a decision to stay in or to quit. That will give you a fair chance to determine whether or not you have the potential to be successful in this industry. What most people do, they talk to five or ten people, they get rejected a little bit, and they disappear. That's not giving yourself a fair chance. So I believe you can't quit something you haven't even started. And if you haven't shown at least a 100 presentations to different prospects, you've never even started your business. But if you've done that and your business has not moved forward and you just feel that it's not a good fit for you, by all means, do something different. Stay a customer and then go do something else with your life. Life is too short to do something you don't enjoy. Once again, keep in mind there are many different business models out there. You might have to experiment with a few until you find the right one is excuse me, until you find the right one for you. And finally, there's nothing wrong with staying an employee. Not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur. We need good employees. For most people, being an entrepreneur of any kind is probably not a good fit for them. It takes a special set of skills and a different mindset than what most employees have, and that's okay to each their own. It's your life. Live it on your terms. That's it, folks. That's some of my best tips on how to avoid burnout in your business. I hope you got some value from this podcast. If you would like to learn more about the company that I work with and what I'm doing in my own business, maybe you're looking for a mentor, maybe you're looking for a forever home, give me a call, 352-503-4816. 352-503-4816. You can also hit me up at onlinemlmcommunity.com. That's onlinemlmcommunity.com. Thanks for listening. Good luck in your business. Have a great day.